You're listening to Rumble in the Morning on FM 99. Opening night of the Super Bowl week last night in Vegas. Started with a bang. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell announcing that they've added another uh, night of football for our enjoyment for opening week next season. So we're going to get the opening night Thursday night game, but we're also getting a Friday night game. The Philadelphia Eagles will be hosting that game, but they'll be hosting it in Brazil. Tall and tan and young and lovely The girl from Ipanema goes walking and when she passes, each one she passes go ah. Don't know who the opponent is just yet, but uh, we'll have a Thursday nighter. Probably, you know, the Super Bowl winner would host that on September 5th. Then Friday, September 6th, that game in Brazil. Uh, then we'll have football all day Sunday, a Sunday night game and a Monday night game. Uh, so good job there by the NFL. I like it. I like it. Uh, now, I don't know if you uh, keep up with the surfaces that these teams pr- get to practice on before the Super Bowl, but right. you know the surface at Allegiant Field, the dome that the Raiders play in, it's it's real turf. They wheel it in from outside. It's outside, and they bring it in for the games. Okay. They actually have two fields ready to go in the event one isn't good oh, enough. Oh, no so kidding. They wheel the other one in. Wow. So, yeah, it's, they've spent a lot of money on this. The Raiders have yeah. uh, for that stadium, and it's, it's going to be a great Super Bowl. But, unfortunately, for the 49ers, uh, they're not going to get to practice in the $183 million Super Bowl practice facility the Raiders own. The Chiefs get to practice there. Wow. The 49ers have to practice at ULNV. UNLV, the campus of UNLV, and that campus has some problems because the NFL installed a new sod turf on top of the current field turf surface, and uh, this was done just last week. It's a problem because they have standards. They have an NFL hardness score for fields, and fields have to average no less than 70, and an optimum range is between 70 and 78 on the scale. The 49ers are practicing on a field somewhere in the 50s. Well oh, below, way off. Way off. Way off. It's extra yeah. soft. They're just going to make do. They don't really like it, but it is what no. it is. Yeah, uh, but you so, know what? That's different shoes and stuff. Yeah, it's it's For not. The players. It is. It's yeah. not. It's not going to be the same. Uh, now, last night we had all of the players uh, set up in their uh, little, uh, you know, at their little podiums, and reporters are asking them questions. Right. And of course, one of the more popular players, Patrick Mahomes, who was asked, uh, he was asked, "Would you rather?" Uh, want to win another Super Bowl or finally have you know a six pack ab uh, abs six pack abs because that's one thing he complains about he doesn't have the abs right right so this is what he said uh, another Super Bowl for sure I, I have a six pack it's just under the dad bod so it's just if you, if you feel I mean there might be some skin there but then underneath that the six packs there you just got to get real close and you got to squint a little bit and I think you'll see it yeah, yeah. Uh, 49ers defensive end Nick Bosa he was asked what his fingers smell like my fingers smell like cabbage. Or like a riverboat captain's sock. There you go. Uh, also, it wasn't just the reporters asking the players questions. Players were asking the reporters questions. For example, 49ers running back Christian McCaffrey uh, asked a couple of reporters this. Is it normal the fish eat my scabs? Yeah. Uh, so there you have it. Now, at one point, the, uh, the players left the podiums yeah. and they had a stage set up. Yeah. And uh, because fans, uh, there was 26,000 fans showed up to just watch this. Mm-hmm. And they, they couldn't hear if you're interviewing guys at the podium. Yeah. So they had a stage set up and they would bring the players up and, so that the fans could hear. And it was at this moment that Patrick Mahomes realized uh, they, there's not going to be any advantage to, no crowd advantage for the Chiefs. It's going to be a 49ers crowd. Here really? you go. Well, we're going to go out there and play our best football and see what happens. I appreciate it, Niners Nation. We're here. Oh, Niners. Niners fans, he's calling you out. 
Niners Fantasy calling you out. You blew it. Um, uh, yeah, well, it's a short trip from San Francisco to Vegas. I was just looking that up. Yeah, comparative yeah. to she, the Kansas, Kansas City. City. To, yeah. And, uh, you know, so and, and the 49ers, their fans, when they play the Raiders, it's a 49ers home game anyway. Right. So the, it's going to be packed with, with uh, 49ers fans. Eight-hour so, drive. Yeah, but by flight, what is it? Like, oh, by flight, it's a nothing burger. Yeah, so. Yeah. And these people that live in San Francisco have money. So I was going to say, it yeah. costs money to live in San Francisco. And it costs Francisco. money to go to the Super yeah, Bowl, buddy. so there you go. Did you know how – we were this close to a Tom Brady-Patrick Mahomes Super Bowl. Did you know that? Did you no, know I did story? not know that. Yeah, no. Mike Shanahan confirmed and so did Brock Purdy. Really? That last year after Brock Purdy got injured, Shanahan was trying to coerce oh, Tom man. Brady out of retirement and play right. for the 49ers. Wow. And he said, I, but I want you to know I paid Brock the biggest compliment. I basically went to him and said, listen, I don't know where your arm's going to be. And this is just this is just a one year thing. You're yes. our quarterback for the future. I promise you this. Yeah. You are you're our quarterback yeah. for the future. But right. we have a team that can win a Super Bowl right now. And if you're still injured, if that arm doesn't come back the way right. it should, I need another quarterback. And if I can talk Tom Brady out of retirement, I will. Brock Purdy wow. said, "Hey, what do you want? The man's the goat." And he and he and I was told repeatedly this was just going to be for one year if Tom Brady came back. Right. And he said, and "Honestly, I, I'm still learning. I'm just." You know, happy to be here, blah blah blah. He's which is know, the so, that's the book on him. Yeah, he's just a happy-go-lucky, good guy, reasonable guy. He doesn't say anything yeah. horrible to to anybody about anything. Uh, he's that a, is interesting, though. The idea that as a coach, you're wildly aware of the fact that I got a team here that can go all the way. Yeah, I've and, got, and these these th- moments are gold because they just yes, don't happen. I've got weapons on the offense, and and yeah. I know that Tom Brady would know how to use those weapons. Yeah. You know what's interesting is I, I, I was trying to explain the other day the difference between the 49ers and the Chiefs, and then I was talking about you know Patrick Mahomes is the X factor because right. on paper the 49ers are way better than the Chiefs man for man, okay? All right. yeah. it, with the exception of maybe Travis Kelsey against George Kittle, the 49ers sure. tight end, man for man, right. they're, they're better. But then you look at the stats, and uh, Patrick Mahomes has thrown for 4,183 yards, 27 touchdowns, 14 interceptions this year. Brock Purdy has thrown for 4,280, uh, 4, uh, 4, excuse me, 31 touchdowns and 11 picks. Wow. Uh, Brock Purdy has a quarterback rating of 113 mm-hmm. to Mahomes 92.6. But you have to take into account that Mahomes does not have the weapons that Brock Purdy has. But the knock on Brock Purdy's, and we've talked about this, is that, oh, he's his game manager, game manager. I don't care. Yeah. Do you know how many NFL players, do you know how many NFL quarterbacks could come in there and screw it up? There are oh, a lot of them that could come in and course. screw it up. Of course. One thing Brock Purdy has yeah. not done is screwed it up. So you got to give him credit. You have to give him oh, credit. Oh, undoubtedly. Whether, whether yeah. you think he could do it or not without these weapons, I don't care. He didn't yeah. screw it up. And there's no. quarterbacks that would. And that's Shanahan. He knew that if there's one guy out here that I know won't screw it up, it's that guy. It's right. Tom Brady if I can't yeah. get Purdy back. No, because Tom Brady is a is, football guy, and yes. his mind is every bit and as good as his body, maybe better. He's a, he's a game manager. He's yeah. a field general. He he's you know, so Yeah. Yes. So, but, uh, yeah, it's interesting. Now, while all of that went on, uh, people were talking uh, over here on the East Coast because Dan Quinn was introduced as the commander's head coach because, you know, what a good day to introduce him the same day as Super Bowl Media Day. You know, get a lot of headlines. Right. Uh, but he was asked about Eric Bieniemy. Eric Bieniemy was the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs for two, from 2018 through 2022. Won a couple of Super Bowls with them, went to three, right? Uh, so Bieniemy was the guy. But he had an opportunity to be an assistant head coach right. and – an offensive and an offensive coordinator under Ron Rivera, so he made the mistake 
of, of going to the Commanders last season. Well, he's now out of a job. Yes. And Dan Quinn was asked about it, it yesterday, and here's one, one of the things Dan said. I had a chance to visit with him visit. Uh, today, <laughs> and so we'll continue that dialogue to go. He's, you know, no longer, we're not going to work together here. Okay. We're going to continue words, what dialogue? Uh, yeah. When I visit, I walk by his office. I saw him packing up, and I said, hey, man, if there's any more boxes, if you need anything else, let me know. That's the continued dialogue. I, I walked by, and I stuck my arm around the corner and just hit the wall yeah. as I walked past. Yeah. Hey, man. Yeah. Yep. Uh, he also added this. Man, I really respect the work that he's done. And uh, as coaches, you know, I wish EB nothing but the best, and uh, he'll do a great job. Yeah, sitting on his couch because he's out of a job. There's no NFL job for him right now. No. They're all filled. So he's going to I know yeah. he's going to do his best sitting on the couch. You never uh, know, man. That was the NFL report sponsored by the uh, the reboot of the 40-year-old Virgin starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone. Look, I'm going to be real honest with you. Um, it's been a long time since I've been with a man. Spent a lot of time with the ladies uh, looking to get back up on the pogo stick, you know what I'm saying? Excuse me. You're a good-looking man. Thank you. Very pretty. Real soft, delicate features. The very feminine, you know, which is good for me because that would be a simple sort of transition, you know what I'm saying? Maybe throw a little rouge on you, tuck your sack back. What do you say, partner? Uh. So, uh, Lionel Messi... uh, All right, so people in Hong Kong are angry with Lionel Messi because he was there for a friendly with Inter-Miami to take on a team over there. And, and right. ultimately, he did not play. He's got a bad hamstring, so he sat out. He uh, was booed quite a bit, and thousands of people that went to the game are demanding their money back. Because he didn't play? Because he didn't play, because they both bought tickets to see Lionel Messi. Wow. Uh, and he did not play. Lionel Messi, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, they're now off to Japan. They're going to Tokyo for a friendly. Yeah. That'll take place yeah. tomorrow. And... Uh, there's a lot of pressure being put on Messi to have that hamstring heal pretty quickly. Wow. Because they don't want an international incident again. Uh, yeah, Tokyo is strongly urging that he plays, the folks in Japan. Uh, the Cavaliers in the NBA beat the Kings last night. Lakers over the Hornets. Mavericks beat the 76ers. Of course, that's without Joel Embiid. Clippers over the Hawks in a wild one, 149-144. Golden State beat Brooklyn. New Orleans, the Pelicans crushed the Raptors, 138-100. to 38 points is a lot, but it's not as bad as what happened to the Miami Hurricanes in college basketball. Miami lost to UVA, the Cavaliers, by 22. Now you're going to say, Rod, 22 is not as bad as losing by 38, but right. the Hurricanes only scored 38. Right, you got to remember that UVA yeah. is not a high-scoring team. No, and the Hurricanes only scored 38. They beat them to 60, 60 to 38. That's their all-time lowest game in the ACC, I heard. Yeah, it's the lowest one since the 2004 through 2005 Season when they coincidentally lost to Virginia and only scored 40 in that game. Oh. It's just a really embarrassing loss. The Hurricanes now considering a name change to uh, partly cloudy with a chance of showers. <laughs> the Miami Sprinkles. There you go, the Miami Sprinkles. Yeah. Uh, a couple other games of note. The Kansas State Wildcats upset number 4 Kansas 75-70 in overtime. University of Maryland Eastern Shore beat Norfolk State 69-60. to On the ice, it was the Islanders in Toronto with a 3-2 win over the Maple Leafs and the Rangers in overtime. Beat the Avalanche 2-1, to one, and it is Tuesday, yeah. and that means yeah. it's time for your final, because this is my last sports guest, final Skeletor fun fact of the day. Remember, there's a stranger out there somewhere who remembers you because you made it weird. <laughs> Until we meet again. <laughs> oh, no. So great. We can all remember one of those. Yeah. Like, oh, man, you walk away like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs>